I'm Rob Skinner, and this is the Rob Skinner Podcast. Today we go to Flagstaff, Arizona, and talk to Brian and Abby Mackey. Brian and Abby planted a church there in September of 2021, right during the middle of COVID. They give us an update on the growth of the church, the ways they've seen God work, the challenges that have forced them to their knees, and their dreams for the church going forward. All this and more on the Rob Skinner Podcast. Welcome back to the Rob Skinner Podcast. My goal is to inspire you to live a no-regrets life, make this life count, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. It's been a little over six months since Brian and Abby Mackey had their inaugural service in Flagstaff, Arizona, and I thought it would be good to go and find out how they're doing and how the church is, is growing. Brian and Abby, welcome to the program. Thanks for having us. Hello. So I'm really thrilled to uh, just talk to you and just kind of get a mid, kind of a mid-year update. I know you've got a one-year anniversary coming up again. When when was the church planted? Yeah, the inaugural service was in September, uh, but a lot of us got up here in June to kick off, get the summer going, uh, get some momentum built. Uh, and yeah, so we're approaching that uh, one year of living in Flagstaff Mark. Okay, so for those that, that haven't heard any of the, the previous episodes about the Flagstaff planting, can you share how big was the church or the group when you went up last June? Yeah, the group that was uh, participating basically as a small church, a small ministry out of uh, Flagstaff, but in the Phoenix church, technically, uh, they were 12 people, uh, maybe 10 <laughs> Uh, and so they were graduating a couple as well. And uh, so they were yeah, about 10. And it's, it's been incredible to see the, the difference. Uh, it was even shared about today at our Easter service, the renewal that's been taking place. Okay, so can you talk a little bit about how the church has grown? How big is it now? Your membership, Sunday attendance, just give a give a picture of what's happened since that time. Yeah, the church we have 33 members wow. uh, and about half of them are probably in our living room right now. <laughs> so uh, we, apologize for the excess noise. <laughs> just had an Easter potluck Awesome. late lunch. And um, so yeah, 33 members. Uh, our Sundays are approaching 50 uh, in attendance. Uh, we have had five baptisms since being here. Wow. Uh, and that's been amazing. The, the most recent one was a guy named Eric. Uh, a single father, uh, and he uh, just got baptized on Wednesday. Awesome. So really, really inspiring. Congratulations. Can you share some ways that God has inspired you over the past um, six months or nine months? Yeah, I think one of the re- biggest things that God has like really inspired me with, which is kind of funny, is just realizing how much I personally am not in control. <laughs> and I think it's just been incredible to see 
especially disciples' hearts really change um, as they've gone through different difficult situations and God's just really moved their hearts. But then as their hearts have been moved, they've just been more and more giving, um, even through some really difficult times. So I think God's really shown me a lot of his power in that and just being able to watch people's hearts change um, and just people grow in depth of spirituality here. Yeah. And I think I would just add on that God has inspired me with just using a group who, including me, who I would say are, I don't know, I feel unqualified. <laughs> uh, and that's probably what it is. Uh, and, you know, our, our team has come together and God has really brought this team together. It's been really inspiring just to seeing the different talents, uh, the different people who, uh, you know, we've got one sister who leads the way evangelistically. Uh, we've got another couple that, that moved in who uh, just lead our, our church in such a powerful way and just organizing events and activities yeah. that the church does. Uh, so many ideas are coming out of uh, people that I just wouldn't have expected. Wow. Okay, so what's what surprised you? What going into it, you know, you, you thought one thing, but then all of a sudden just kind of surprised surprised you? Um, I think for me going into a church planting, I was like, okay, this is going to be a lot of like hard work, which it is, but I didn't expect to have so much fun. <laughs> um, I think we were out, um, there's a couple the McCabe's, um, they all live out on the Navajo reservation. And we went out yesterday as a married group. Um, and we got to see their property, see their 31 baby lambs, um, <laughs> And it was just amazing because I was driving, they have these little quads or side by side, side by sides. Yeah. And we were driving in them. And I just remember looking around, I was like, I'm having so much fun with these people. <laughs> um, and it's just like, wow, this is amazing. I, I didn't expect all of this fun and joy and friendship um, really to come from it. Yeah. I mean, there are so many surprising things. I think tagging on with what Abby said to the previous question, uh, about what inspired her, it surprised me just how much we aren't in control. Uh, but that when me, you, others, we, we just step out on faith, things work out. Uh, and God is, is powerful and he, he changes people's hearts. Uh, and so that has really, really surprised me. Uh, I think obviously we know that, especially theoretically, uh, but seeing it in action is so amazing. Wow. What's, what's been challenging? What's, what's forced you to pray? Oh, I could say a lot of things. <laughs> uh, there are so many things. I think I, I said, I, I feel unqualified. Uh, I, I feel as though I want to be in control and, and change people's hearts. But I'd say one of the things that has forced me to pray is I want to see great things happen in these people's lives. Uh, I think I, I want to see, um, you know, especially different brothers and sisters who, who haven't seen or produced the fruit that they would love to see in their life. And, that, and so that's really forced me to pray because uh, I, I want that for them. Uh, one of the brothers here, uh, Ted, uh, it was so amazing because this past year, he set a new year's goal on um, how many people he wanted to study the Bible with. And he accomplished his goal in the first quarter of the year. Wow. 
And then not only that was Eric, the guy we baptized Wednesday, he was in those Bible studies, has an incredible friendship with him. Uh, they cook meals together all the time. They feed the whole church constantly. <laughs> uh, and it was just such a victory because, you know, he wanted to, to help somebody uh, in that way and just hadn't been able to do that in so long. So those are the things that have really forced me to pray. Yeah, I think something I, a lesson I continue to learn over and over again is just, I can't rely on my own strength. Um, being naturally an introvert and in ministry, I think there's just, it can be exhausting. <laughs> and so I think there's different points where I hit a point of exhaustion. And even yesterday I prayed and I was like, okay, God, I can't do this on your, my strength anymore. Like I'm so tired. Um, and it was just cool. Cause I think that whole day God just showed up like in just different ways that I feel like had I not been in that place of just can't do that. <laughs> like, I'm so tired. I can't function anymore. Um, but like, God, this is you guiding this ship now. Um, I think it's really humbled me a lot, um, in being here and just seeing, um, kind of God's hand and him being like, no, I'm, I'm the one really leading this. Mm. And you just get to see, like, you get to serve and see what I'm doing. Yeah. So what kind of blows me away is it, you know, a year ago, we had probably just met, I think it was at the end of March when we first met. Is that right? It's so the beginning of March. Beginning of March? Yeah, the beginning. Okay. Yep. And so <clears throat> coming up on, I, I guess, a little over a year. And and yet now, I mean, you guys are church leaders, you're church planters. It's really inspiring. Looking back, knowing what you know now, would you do it again? Oh, Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> Very much so. Has I, it been, I, I mean, because there was a lot of challenges going into it. We, I didn't know if we were going to get shut down because of COVID. It came right during the middle of COVID. I thought, are we going to have to be out there sharing with our masks on? I mean, there, I just thought, what, what's going to happen? There were so many question marks. Yeah, I mean, there were a ton of question marks. I mean, even just the idea to move. Yeah. I think you, you offered us the job. And then 17 days later, we were, we were moving. Yeah. Uh, and it, I mean, just that followed by, I mean, that all the different housing situations, Abby and I and others in the church have, have lived in. <laughs> it's been wild. And I think it's definitely in many ways has been tiring. Like yeah. it, it, as Abby mentioned, it's hard work uh, on top of maybe housing situations. Or, and I wouldn't change a thing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I have loved every moment of it. I think uh, it's been amazing to see God work. It's been amazing to uh, just witness, as Abby mentioned, just the growth in people's lives, the growth in people's faith, yeah. um, the growth in our own faith. Yeah. Uh, I think we were coming into this thinking like, all right, we are so young. We don't know what we're doing. We've led college ministries, young professionals ministries, but, but leading a church, I, I don't know. And it's just been amazing to witness um, all the things God has done. Yeah. I think for me, it's just, it's been amazing, like the friendships that I've been able to form. And then um, I think even just what I've been able to learn about God this year, I think when you get thrown out <laughs> on faith, it's like, okay, um, I feel like in those moments, that's where I get to learn the most about really who God is, because I have to figure it out 
like, and I'm like, okay, God, you're right along with me. <laughs> um, and so I feel like I see just his character so much more clearly um, through just his word, through circumstances, through different things that the women will say to me. Um, just those in the moment discipling. Like I was feeling discouraged um, because I was like, okay, all of the people have come from the with the website I've made to church, but none of the women I've invited have come to church and I've invited a lot of women. And uh, one of the sisters here, Rachel, she turns to me and she's like, well, do you truly believe that they're going to come? And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's like you could share with people and you're like, well, maybe they'll come, maybe they won't. But she's one of our most like evangelistic mm. warriors here. Mm. And it was just kind of those things that I think for me, it's, I think that's been something that's really changed a lot of my outlook are those just like in the moment, like conversations that I'll have with people, just really stepping out on faith. One thing that's been surprising is, uh, Abby, you, you've actually run a marathon. What, what inspired you to do that? Um, it was something that I kind of have wanted to do for a while, but when I went into ministry, I wanted something else to help soothe my mind. Cause you can think about so many different things. So I started running, um, when I went into ministry. And so my friend destiny who came with us on the mission team here, she's a runner and she had run a marathon. So, uh, we both trained together for this one. So it's been a dream of mine for a couple of years now. Wow. Okay. So you trained Flagstaff is 7,000 feet in elevation you mm -hmm. trained in the dead of winter. How? determination and stubbornness. <laughs> um, it must have been yeah. really cold out there. Yeah. There was one run I was on where a guy pulled over on the side of the road. He was driving and saw me running. He was like, Hey, just wanted to check up on you. I'm a fellow <laughs> runner. There's like a snowstorm coming in. <laughs> wanted to make sure you're doing okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing fine. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. I really, it was, it was exhausting and it was definitely like, a um refining experience wow. but definitely a lot of fun i'll probably do another one at some point in my life wow. okay so what are your goals and plans for your first anniversary coming up uh, sometime in september oh good question there are a lot of goals and dreams we have uh, i think you know originally we had set this goal of seeing our church double or, or get to 50 members uh, after the first year. Uh, and I, I'm so excited because I feel like we've, we're on that trajectory uh, with different people having moved in with maybe a few more on their way. And uh, just with the baptisms we've had, we probably have about 20 people studying the Bible right now. Wow, 20 people. Uh, yeah, really exciting, uh, really uh, faith building. Uh, and so I think that's a big goal of ours. We have a goal of... Uh, $35,000 for our first special missions collection. Uh, and we're probably already a, a third of the way for that. Um, we have, uh, I mean, just goals, as I said in my, my prayers of just wanting certain people to, to see victories. Uh, that's another big goal of mine uh, for this first year is I have a, a list of a few people that I really want to see have a spiritual victory that they might have not been able to see in their future that's awesome that's two great. years ago so uh yeah our first anniversary is going to be in september 
so super, uh, super ready for it. Uh, I know we're still a little ways away, but we're going to have a, a, a big service, probably a great meal and just celebration for what God's done over this year. That's great. Well, between now and now and then, what do you need? How can people help who are listening? Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, the classic ways anybody can always help is through prayer. Uh, and uh, if if you're able to, uh, we, we could definitely continue to use some financial support. Uh, I know uh, we have uh, other dreams of even sending some of our college students to uh, different training programs. Uh, we have uh, different ideas of how to bring some other people into town. And that's, I guess, the next need and how, how people can help is um, we need a, a second wave, I think, of reinforcements to come into town. Uh, it's been so amazing. We had two couples move in over winter and that wave of refreshment and energy has really shaped our church in such a powerful way. Uh, and we need some more of that. Uh, we could definitely use some more people to, to come here uh, ready to serve, ready to give, ready to study the Bible with people, get out in the community, uh, people who want to step out on faith. doesn't matter if you can maybe see yourself uh, having success or not. If you take that step, I'm, I'm confident you will, God will provide some success. Um, and so, you know, definitely if you have the ability to move out here, uh, please consider it. Uh, please give me a call. Uh, give Abby a call. We would love to, to talk about that idea. Uh, I guess additionally, this summer, uh, if you can't move full time, uh, last year we had a handful of people, Rob, you and your wife included, came out for the month of June. And that was such a powerful time to, to really shape the culture of our church. Uh, and we'd love to do that again. Uh, so we're looking for people to just come out for a month, come be on the mission team, have your own uh, missionary experience. Uh, we've got a few places where people can stay and live for the month, maybe even the summer. Uh, and so, yeah, please come on out, consider it. Uh, we need that that second wave to, to continue on because our goal in the, in the first year is to get to 50 members. Mm. But that's not our goal long-term. Right. Uh, that's just for, for our first year. We, we want to see this church develop into a healthy church that, that's 200 plus, uh, where, where it can really be an incredible light to this community, uh, and especially even the Navajo Reservation. Mm. That's great. Abby, do you want to say anything? Yeah, and I think if you're curious, kind of, what it's like here. Um, a great place to check that out is on our website, um, which is flagstaffchurch.com. Um, and so that has links to our YouTube page. It has links to our Instagram. Um, so it kind of just gives you an idea of kind of who we are, what we're doing, um, the different, what the different lessons are like, but then it also has like an email form um, that you can message us um, and talk to us if you're interested in coming out. That's great. Well, Brian and Abby, thank you so much for your work there. I got to tell you, being able to talk to you and see what you're doing there has been a huge source of encouragement for me over this past year. 
and just seeing you multiply churches. It's it's a dream of mine. It's something that I live for, and to see you do it during the middle of COVID as a young couple, I'm I, I tell you what, you've brought me so much joy. So I want to wish you all the blessed, I, I, all the best. I want to pray God rains down blessings on your head. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Thank you so much for joining the Rob Skinner podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit the subscribe button and let your friends know about it and how to find it. Because my goal is to inspire you to make this life count, live a no regrets life, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. Have a great day and make this life count.